all, if you want to write, let it come from your heart. Just because somebody is telling you write, you can't write. Like if you're under force of somebody, you cannot do anything. So, uh, and once you uh, start uh, like getting a passion for uh, writing, you can uh, first of all start reading. Because reading is the first step to writing. And then slowly, uh, and then you can, uh, once you start read, uh, reading like uh, books of the fa of your favorite genre, then you'll understand the vocabulary that you need to use and the standard that nowadays authors have. And hmm. then uh, by a few articles, courses, workshops, you can get your way. Right. Children, they have never stopped amazing us. Some say that children are like clay. We can mold them the way we want them to. But we also need to remember that adults are also learning every day and are still in the process of growth and adulthood. It really amazes me when I speak to the generation of today. Thanks to our parents who stood up to provide us with essential education by which we could pass on to the generation of today the understanding and the importance of the same. Also, not to forget technology by which we are able to provide a huge platform for all to make their dream a reality. Expression of thoughts has always had several mediums. Writing is one serious method where the author needs to take the huge responsibility of being able to connect with the readers. I personally have always felt that authors are very serious, careful to be before approaching kinds. But today I got an opportunity to connect with a child author. Polymy Babre. She's mere 11 years old and has already published seven books. Let's get to know more about her journey from her words. Hello and welcome to the Women's Media Podcast. As always, I'm your host Revati today and I have a lovely prodigy of a child, the future of the literary expertise sitting in front of me. We have Polymy Babre. So hello and welcome to the podcast, Polony. How are you today? I'm really uh, fine. I was uh, looking forward the whole day for this. Uh, in the morning in school also, I was like, I'm so excited for school to get over for this. Oh, I understand. I understand. Thank you very much. It's lovely having you today. Thank you. It's been a, it's like an honor to be here. Wow. Lovely. Lovely. So Polony, when I begin, when I start with my podcast, the first thing I ask my guests is, so what are the two affirmations that you say to your mirror when you start your day? Tell us those. Okay. First of all, when I get up, I always get up with a smile because uh, my grandma and my family used to say that when you get up with a smile, your day goes really well. So uh, I always get up with a smile and I was like, this, today's day is going to be really good. Even though if like, suppose there's going to be something that's going to be upsetting or something that will make me disappointed. I always believe that today is going to be a great day. And, uh, and the second thing that I say is that I can take on all the challenges that today's day gives me. Lovely, lovely. That is how you manifest to yourself. So even yes. believing that your day is going to be fine, uh, that is a lovely affirmation, I would say. you. So when you believe that only positive things are going to come to you, it will happen to yes. you. Yes, that's a lovely thing. And how, may I ask you, how old are you? I'm 11. 11. For an 11-year-old kid getting up smiling in the morning, I would say that is, <laughs> that is, that's a rare thing. Follow me. Tell us about yourself. Who's following me? 
so uh, i'm a 11 year old uh, child author and an entrepreneur as well uh, i uh, i live in navi mumbai kopalkhedne and i am uh, like i have started my own business that is tassels where i uh, sell bookmarks and magnets wall hangings and other things that i make at home handmade uh also i have written till now i have written um seven books uh, but i unfortunately i do not have the copies of the last three but i do have my first four that is this is my first book the village of manap uh, manaparai and the second one is uh, super seven stories right. the third is the anime express and the fourth one is a story arc as i said three books i do not have the copies otherwise like i would have shown mm-hmm. uh and then uh, i also probably you can tell us uh, the names of those three yes uh, the first one is uh, bentoris b second one is life as it is and the third one it's like uh, there's a platform called beyond the box where there was a poetry competition and i was uh, my poetry was selected one of them so uh, it will be put uh, compiled together with other selected poems in one book so i i don't know the name of that book uh, as it's still like uh, in the other compiling uh, like they're yeah. still compiling all the poetry mm mm-hmm. mm lovely uh, yeah and i also my i have a lot of hobbies like reading writing swimming cooking uh i also love listening to old music that's uh, like kishore kumar lata mangeshkar all those black and white songs i listen to them the latest bts blackpink i actually i know nothing i know nothing about that so uh, i listen to all those old songs and uh, this is like for my father we both enjoy listening to old songs on sundays while cooking beautiful that's lovely so you are indeed i would say a rare catch for a child <laughs> so any parent would be like they'd be you're super comfortable raising you is pretty easy i would say for your child for yeah, your parents but, uh, yes uh, but i uh, tend to be quite mischievous at times like i do love to uh, like do naughty things like once i like put slime on like phone or i just threw when i was really small i threw a pair of earphones down the window so i do i i really like doing mischievous things and uh, to study i mean i do like uh, li- like studying but i need a little push from my mother every time like i have to study so yeah i been uh, like yeah it's easy but at times it's difficult also so you keep reminding the elders at home that you are still a child yes <laughs> nice nice so you told me you have so many hobbies of yours so out of yes. these which was a eureka moment when did you realize that you want to be a writer so uh, like uh, swimming cooking and all that just a passion but right. uh, like reading is my like most favorite hobby you would say and uh, like i am at home i have like a library a mini library of over like 2500 to 3000 books i have at home and i've read each one of them and every month there are more books to add on and uh, uh, like uh, when i started reading i got to know about the world of reading i felt mesmerized 
realized that this was a total new universe where one could get sucked up. Uh, and uh, while reading, I came to know a lot. Like it improved my vocabulary. And slowly, uh, there was uh, like as a child, we had a uh, picture compositions. Now also, I have picture compositions. That time. When they used to give us a picture, I was never able to write within the limit of hundred words. I always used to exceed the limit. And uh, one fine day when I got my paper, I saw that I have got complete marks. Like uh, the the picture composition was for five marks, and I got four and a half, which is the highest because one does not get full. So uh, I was so happy, and that's when I realized that I do have a talent in writing. And maybe I can start try writing more. So, uh, slowly I started writing more stories. Like uh, I used to take inspiration from uh, Enid Blyton. Uh, I really liked her way of stories, like uh, describing. It was maximalist, so I liked that, and I used to take inspiration from that. Beautiful, beautiful. So, uh, how did you? Who gave you this inspiration of starting to read? Where did you get this habit from? Because children of your age, they, I would say, they are more into sports. If not even sports, they love to spend time in the park or hang around with the kids. Who so, inspired um, you to start reading? My grandma, uh, like I was with my uh, nani. My mm -hmm. grandma, uh, for like the initial years, mm -hmm. uh, my parents used to work, and that time I was with my grandma. That time we used to uh, like even at the age of one, I used to read those tiny picture books. Like there were a few pictures, but with that, like there was there was a boy Tom, like that those small small sentences I used to read, and uh, ever since then I've been reading. My father, he used to uh like. As we used to travel, or we used to go to a restaurant, all the menu cards and the holdings, I yes. used to read them. And mm. my mom, she always kept uh, buying me books and all those uh, tiny books and different types of ways where I can read. So since you got into writing, and uh, so how how did you prepare yourself? Uh, did you undergo any kind of workshop? Were you technically trained for the same? uh first of all books were my first teachers in writing and like later on uh, i was always attending workshops courses like they were just uh, suppose like i just came my mom she used to keep checking all of them if she finds something that's uh, useful and interesting for me mm -hmm. she used to uh, show me and if i i was interested in that if like they used to um there are workshops that teach a specific type of writing if I like that, I join it, and I have done quite a few courses in that manner. All right, all right. So, uh, would you suggest? Would you people who are looking to start writing, children especially? So, how should they equip themselves? Uh, so I think that uh, one first of all, if you wanna write, let it come from your heart. Just because somebody is telling you write, you can't write. Like if you're under force of somebody. You cannot do anything. So, uh, and once you uh, start uh, like getting a passion for uh, writing, you can uh, first of all start reading because reading is the first step to writing. And then slowly, uh, and then you can uh, once you start read uh, reading like uh, books of the of your favorite genre, then you'll understand the vocabulary that you need to use and the standard that nowadays authors have. 
and hmm. then uh, by a few articles courses workshops you can get your way right a book is something that stays forever isn't it yes so are you telling me that uh, writing keeps evolving yes i do agree with that because uh, nowadays uh, if you see there are books yeah books are there but people prefer publishing articles more than books so right. in articles there are quite a few like uh, slangs and short forms abbreviations and all but if you go like old times there were uh, books uh, there were books more than articles there were books and newspapers they were the only way mm -hmm. all right so uh, polavi you have published seven books yes so i understand to read to start writing to compile everything to compile all your thoughts together and sending it to the publishing house <laughs> uh, i mean approaching a publisher getting it published that is a long process yes how has it been how has it been with you so um this is my first book the village of manapare uh, and uh, yes so this one i had before i finished writing all my chapters mm -hmm. i was checking for publishing uh, places like publications and uh, i called quite a few i got their packages and different types and uh, but this one is uh, published by evens pub Mm -hmm. uh even spa publishing um i had uh, called them and they had sent their packages and everything when i went through all their um like what all they have to offer i really like their packages and then i uh, chose this but there are quite a uh, like a lot of um publications there like um nowadays people uh, go for uh, self publishing rather than uh, going for actual publication so uh, this is the anime express my third book i had done it with neelshri aunty and uh, this that time uh, this had been um, self published by notion press so hmm. we had uh, done this through notion press and yeah uh, that's what uh, everybody is doing nowadays like um, more than going for actual publication uh, publication houses and uh, different uh, like places where you can publish uh, people rather prefer self publishing where they can do their own modifications as per their wish and uh, the cost is very less uh, and um, also uh, like nowadays there are uh, these apps that uh, check your grammar Mm -hmm. so grammar and your uh, your way of writing if you pay yes. a small amount of money or even if you do it free so uh, people uh, instead of uh, like sending it to publications where they proofread everything and they modify uh, it's rather easier to put them on apps where they check everything or just email them to a person who checks everything um mm -hmm. that's how uh, publications have like evolved like writing has evolved even publications have evolved lovely lovely okay so let's talk about your first book the village of manapare yes so uh yes this is a book about a girl detective called yubhashna so personally i really enjoy detective stories like uh it, this might sound a bit creepy but i do enjoy murder murder stories and all of that i really like it as it gives like 
a sense of thrill but i can't wait uh, till the uh, like to get to the end of the book i always i just uh, read half of it like go to the end i just see who was the murderer i do that so uh, yes coming back to the book this um it's about a girl detective who lives in a village called manapparai this is my mother my grandmother and my great grandmother's village and uh, i have never been there i have never gone to south india uh, but uh, i have heard so many so many stories from them that um, it's like i have created the whole thing in my mind so uh, while uh, i heard these stories and my great grandmother she used to tell all of this to me i uh, like i it sort of created an image in my head and uh, that's when i got the inspiration to write on it later um i started putting a few more characters like party which is a grandmother in tamil uh, i put that and there are, a, there are quite a lot of tamil words in it like uh, the food items the clothing and all it's like a typical uh, south indian um, village and household so <laughs> there is a culture of the place and other detective and the mysteries also it's of a small school girl so there's no actual like murder or anything it's just like small village problems like somebody stealing something or uh, what's like all small things that happen in a village how to teach a person a lesson hmm. and um while this happens how the girl was spending her own life her own friends were there so this is about uh, like this book compiles everything so uh, as you read this this is a roller coaster ride of uh, everything like mystery to uh, culture to um, friendship everything is there while you read one chapter yes it's more like uh, it inspires or brings the spark in kids to do something just not be yeah. there right <laughs> yes lovely so let's talk about the people around you you've been mentioning about your parents about your mother and about your grandmother especially so how supportive have they been they have been really supportive like hmm. i would have not even come like half of this without their support so as i mentioned i was with my grandmother for the initial years and uh, she was the one who uh, actually developed my base of writing hmm. obviously my mother has been like the pillar of support actually both my parents uh, but uh, my mother she used to find all those um, platforms for me and where i can uh, like ma- make myself better in my field of writing and my dad he was always there for me and he was uh, he always gave me support uh, to what to write and he uh, like for uh, this uh, my first book also he gave me a lot of ideas what i can add in the book and um what all i can uh, like give what i have in the package for the writer uh, for the reader if he knows that it's good he'll always support me in that he's uh, like it's never that okay you have to do this you have to do that if i want to write i can write if i want to cook i can cook so i was always free to choose my path beautiful beautiful all right so uh, polami uh, you are a student you're a child and you have lots and lots of academics to manage and apart from that yes. this is a very heavy competitive world out there and apart from that you're telling me that you're free to do whatever you want to how do you manage all these all these things together how do you manage it's talking about the time and also how do you manage it so well 
so school is always like first priority i uh, when i go to school it's like a completely new world i love school i mean most of the children do not like school but i really love childhood and the like even though in the morning i'm a bit grumpy about going like waking up early and going to school but i uh, once like i always remind myself those two years of lockdown i miss my school like anything and i i never want that to happen again so mm. i always remind myself that uh, i'm i'm so lucky to be back to school and <clears throat> my academics like they've always been like uh, i uh, i've always excelled in that and uh, while doing so i've also done a lot of other activities and uh, that's um, <coughs> that's also uh, like uh, given me a like a base for my writing my teachers and everybody they support so much they uh, yesterday or not day yesterday on 30th i had a exhibition of my books and tassels yes. that time uh, all my teachers friends they all came and supported me during my exhibition Beautiful. and uh, 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 like while i'm uh, in mon uh, like suppose i have my school till 2:30 later i write i also obviously because now we have tests and everything we i study first and then in the night and in the evening after i finish my homework and studies that's when i uh, sit and write do all my hobbies my classes and that's all after my uh, studies always school is first of course of course all right so how are you going to take uh, your literary journey that is happening right now further in your life so moving forward um, are you uh, are you grow are you going to grow up to be an author uh i have a uh, like plan to go ahead in the field of literature journalism mm-hmm. but um, i obviously i do want to be a author and that will always be there till the end of my journey but i uh, i fancy being a teacher like uh, from a lot of years a teacher is the one who um, gives your uh, base who uh, like may other so many famous people hmm. like uh, you can say uh, dr apj abdul kalam his teacher was his uh, like his uh, like he had a spark and his teacher was the one who turned it into a flame of so course. um <clears throat> teachers are really important though now nobody values them later when you become famous and well known that your teacher is the reason behind that so i do want to become a teacher but i all i want to always go in the field of literature and journalism beautiful beautiful so polymy you you told me about the exhibition that you had recently yes tell us about your experience how was how did people welcome it and what did you do uh, in the exhibition it was my first time giving a exhibition i i, I had never been to an exhibition also like except for clothes exhibition mm-hmm. um this was organized by wow Oh, it's a community, and this was called the Wow Mela. Mm-hmm. Um, like my sincere gratitude to Jasmine Auntie who gave me this opportunity. At first, I was a bit uh like unsure if like people would want to come to my stall and buy, but I got such a good response, and uh all my friends, um my uh, relatives, and all my teachers they supported me so much. A few of my teachers who were not able to uh, attend it, they uh like they told me that how they wish they could have come, and uh, all my friends they were so supportive. 
and my mother she was with me the whole day like it was for morn a morning uh, nine to uh, nine eight thirty so uh, I was there the whole day and I really loved it. There were customers coming like every minute and they used to buy and I I had like it was such a joy seeing them uh flick through the books and choose one. As I have been in their position like before, I mean, I used to buy books from like these places and now I'm seeing people buy my books. Beautiful, beautiful. So what was the learning out of the exhibition? I learned from, that the, Yes, of course, you could earn some bucks. That is true. Yeah. But how did you, what did you learn out of the ex exhibition? How to handle customers? That, yes. Yeah. Hmm. I learned that when one does not keep any expectations, that's yes. when one gets good response. You keep an expectation and when it's not fulfilled, at the end of the day, even though the day has gone amazingly, you are upset that why didn't my, uh, like, why did it not sell well? And I did not, why did not live up to my expectations? But I did not, I had not kept any expectations and it was my first time. And hmm. still it went so well. And mm -hmm. I was in like so much joy. And another thing that I learned is um, people may not always want to buy. They may just come flick through the things, just see and they may go. So that doesn't mean that you need to be disheartened or disappointed at that. You can just say, okay, they don't want, maybe they do not want to buy. They've just come for the store. But there are so many other people who want to see your products and your produce. So I learned these things and uh, overall it was just a thrilling and new experience for me. Lovely, lovely. That's indeed, I would say that's quite a mature learning for a child like you. <laughs> right, lovely. So as much as I, I would love to have this conversation, I have an ending question here. Uh, Paula, me just tell me that uh, what would be the message that you would want to share with people of your age today, especially since everything is available in the internet or whatever the resource I would be, uh, you can take it. So everything is available. In my days, when in in the generation, the previous generation, uh, we didn't even know that things existed mm -hmm. until and unless it came over the TV or it was published in some newspaper or in a, in a book. But now you have everything is served on the plate in front of you. And youngsters just, I, as far as I've seen, most of the youngsters just don't know how to handle those resources. Right. It is, I would say it is quite overwhelming for them. Yes. But at that same time, I can see you how organized, how well informed you are. Thank you. All right. So my heartiest appreciation to that. And what in or what message would you want to share with those youngsters? Firstly, as you mentioned that we have everything. Yes. It's like when we have everything, we should make complete use of it. Like, uh, as you mentioned that the earlier generation, they did not have as many resources as we have. But now we have everything on a silver bowl and a silver spoon. Uh, we can always um, like uh, rely on these resources and uh, we get everything on our hands. So uh, instead of just taking advantage of that and taking it for granted, maybe we can just take, uh, make it to use. If we are having internet, the main resource, it's instead of putting it to um, like uh, things that are not for use, we can uh, put it, uh, we can deep, uh, like use it for productive things. Also, my second message is that always follow your passion. I've said this many times and I say it again, that 
it's not compulsory that you need to have some really great passion or ambition. Even if it's just a small thing, it's really important. As a wise person once said that a spark can be ignited into a flame. So always look out for your spark and then ignite it into a flame. That's very true. Just follow your passion and things will fall in place. Yes. yes. So, like a jigsaw puzzle. Yes, just like a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> so all you need to do is just take the first step. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. So even uh, I was 30 plus when I started this podcast and oh. I knew nothing that they are talking about the technical stuff or what a podcast even is. So I've come this oh. far. <laughs> right? So it's all about the passion and age never matters. Yes. So we both are age is just a number. Of, of course. Age is just a number. Yes. So you are an example. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it was lovely, lovely talking to you, Polony. A lot and lot of learning from you. I, I never expected so much of clarity from your speech. So <laughs> you're so, so well informed. And uh, let me take this opportunity to congratulate your parents, your grandmother, everybody who's been extremely supportive, your teachers especially also. So who've been extremely supportive in raising you to be such a prodigy of a child. My best wishes uh to Yes. I just wanted to say that uh, it was really an honor and I'm really grateful to you for giving me this opportunity here. And uh, I like, I'm happy that I have uh, said like something that was uh, like useful to somebody out there. And also uh, I am learning every day. So there is always a lot of knowledge out there to be got. Yes, of course. Yes. So I wish you all the very best. The Women's Media Podcast. Wishes you all the very best with your studies, with your venture, with tassels, and also your writing journey. May you write Thank more you and so may you much. grow more. All the very, very best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pauline. As it is always a pleasure listening to children speak, I loved having an insightful conversation with Pauline. Hope you enjoyed it too. To let me know how you felt about today's episode, Drop me an email in womensperia at gmail.com. Womensperia pages can be found in LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. The video of the same interview can be found in YouTube. You can log on to the Womensperia channel and find the same. So until next time, keep and be inspiring. This is Revati signing off from Womensperia, contagiously inspiring. Thank you very much.